Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jess and I are both extraordinarily passionate about climate change activism and activist theater is so great when it's done through stories that are engaging first and foremost and that doesn't feel like homework doesn't feel like like lecturing Mm. and we both knew that that was our in to to how we can talk about this how can we do it so it's not pedantic but it's like exciting and and engaging and maybe we can surprise the audience in a certain way. listening to the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. Welcome back to all our loyal listeners. My name's Justin, or you can call me Stin. And if you're new to the podcast, you can check out all of our previous episodes by visiting our website. On today's podcast, we sit down with Jess and Richard, who are the composer and lyricist of Scarlet the Musical, which has just released its concept recording. We sit down to discuss how Jess and Richard met, where the idea for Scarlet the Musical came from, and how activist theatre can be a driving force for good when it comes to discussing the ideas of climate change. Be sure to stick around to the end of the podcast, where we hear snippets from the concept recording featuring Australia's own Maggie McKenna, Jamie Lee Hancom and Blake Applevist. So as usual, switch on those thoughts and get ready for the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. We have a very special podcast today. We have joining us Jess Newman and Richard Lendenfelser here to discuss Scarlet the Musical. We have the concept recording, which dropped yesterday, which is very exciting. Congratulations to the two of you. How are you both? Good, good, good. good. Thanks so Thanks Richard is joining us from New York City, which is our first here on the podcast. And Jess, you're in Melbourne. That's right. Yes. Is it a late night for you, Richard? Not too late. Not too bad. There's, we've got two good hours every day where we can... Uh... <laughs> where we can meet without it being too extreme. So we found it. We, we found the sweet spot. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I'm very excited to have you guys here to talk about Scarlet. So I'll just give you a little bit of background on the two of you. So Jess, you're uh, an Australian award-winning composer, lyricist, performer. You're the winner of the 2017 New York City Centre Encore's songwriting competition. You performed an original song for the late, great Stephen Sondheim, which is amazing. And Richard, you recently finished your MFA in musical theatre writing at NYU and your show Hammer is currently being produced as a special workshop production, which is also incredible. So you guys have an extensive experience in musical theatre, but could you kind of tell us the story of how you two met? Of course, yes. So we met in grad school and the way the program works is it's sort of like speed dating. They pair you up on different projects every week until you go through. So the the words people and the music people work with each other and, and you work with someone different every week for a different project. 
And we didn't work with each other until the very, very, very end. And I was like, oh, this guy's so good, but I'm not going to get the chance to work with him. And then our very final project, uh, we we worked together and it was just so incredible. I was like, this this guy is so talented. He just knows how to like, he just like knows how to do it. And um, it was love at first sight. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the faculty paired us together. It wasn't wasn't that romantic, <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, we we wrote this uh, one act musical together called The Mailman, which is sort of about this um, fling uh, between a, a you know a, a summer mailman and he forges these letters to this uh, old lady pretending to be her old flame and forms this pen and palmanship. Uh, but we just had such a great time writing this this kooky show, and I, I really connected with Richard's uh, quirkiness and uh, his ability to tell um, incredible dramatic stories and um, paint these characters through lyric. And I always I always just felt like I could take his lyric to the piano and instantly hear the music. So I was very excited to write with him. So with Scarlet, could you tell us how how did that come about? Where did where did this idea for the musical begin? We first were sort of toying around with the idea in at school at NYU. We didn't end up doing it, but um, Jess and I are both extraordinarily passionate about climate change activism. And activist theater is so great when it's done through stories that are engaging first and foremost, and that doesn't feel like homework doesn't feel like like lecturing mm. and we both knew that that was our in to to how we can talk about this how can we do it so it's not pedantic but it's like exciting and and engaging and maybe we can surprise the audience into feeling a certain way and so that that's how we like decide okay we want to do this we want to do this story that's that's big and epic and and, and beautiful but tells that, that talks about something that's very dire and very pressing and very urgent which is the fact that our planet is not going to be our planet in a very finite amount of years. And so we, we took the lockdown sort of as the opportunity to start playing with it. And I think that's really, um, I think climate change is really at the forefront of a lot of people's minds at the moment. So I, I know you kind of touched on it just then, but how do you kind of see musical theatre and activist theatre being the way forward in terms of the theatre scene? Because obviously we have our big returning musicals that come, that's like the ticket sellers, but then we have these really hardcore hitting musicals like what Scarlet could be for a lot of theatre so how do you see musical theatre as this driving force for more important messages coming across to modern audiences? Well, I think that, I mean, I think art can't replace some um, political activism like picketing and, and lobbying um, in the general sense. Uh, but I think what art has and what music has is it has this um, abstract nature to it that can really penetrate us emotionally and engage with us and stories can move us and change us and incite action and I think that's what we're hoping that a show like Scarlet can do um, as Richard said we don't want it to be um, overly didactic or feel pained like a lecture um, because I think people have a natural defensive response to that but I think if people can connect with characters and a story and music and let that infuse them and then I think they can kind of come to the cause themselves that way and, and meet it there and and really feel something. Um, I think the climate crisis, Jonathan Safran Farr talks about this a lot in his book We Are the Weather actually, that it's like kind of psychologically perfectly designed crisis for humanity not to deal with yeah. just because 
um, we deal with immediacy um, as, as humans. Uh, we, we find it hard to deal with the problem in the abstract and climate, uh, the climate mm. crisis is kind of an abstract issue in a sense we can't see we can see the effects but it's hard to see the full effect of it um currently so um i think something uh like a musical or a piece of art where we're sort of transported into a futuristic dystopian world where we can see those effects and feel those effects that will allow us to act now in the present <laughs> With the orchestral stylings of the show, it's got a bit of a mixture of sounds and inspirations you can hear in it. It's Baroque pop, got a bit of like Wicked sounds in there, Hades Towns influences as well. So could you tell me the story of how Isaac Haywood came on as music producer? Isaac and I, well, actually, Isaac first worked on that show, The Mailman. He was our music director in New York on that. Oh, right. That, okay. Um, but for our reading on that, uh, that was the first. I think we'd cross paths at some like homegrown concerts as well back in Australia, but never met. But anyway, um, for those couple of days we worked on the mailman, I. I noticed this guy just had this acute sense of story. I just wanted to hear every idea that he he had. Um, and then I, I asked him to work on, I was lucky enough to write our val- valedictorian song at Radio City Music Hall, and he orchestrated that and uh, produced that. And so that was when we really started kind of working together. Um, and he just did such an incredible job that I'd never wanted to do another project where he didn't have <laughs> some fingerprint on it. Um, so yeah, I, I sort of, I bugged him to work on this cause he's very busy. So I was just like, come on, come on, you know, you can do it. <laughs> yeah. Just keep uh, prodding. <laughs> yeah. So, um, the way we work together, I, I sort of took charge of the acoustic elements and it was always important I think for the show and perhaps the reason we didn't write it in school and I'm glad we didn't is because um the musical language is complex as you mentioned and it's um this fusion because how do you how do you create a sound that is accessible mm. um but sounds like 400 years in the future you know? yeah um so, and I think what we found is that's that blend of acoustic elements and then what Isaac brought to it, which is this sort of electronic synthetic world. So you can hear, yeah, those steampunk, maybe wicked Hades Town vibes where cogs are turning. There's a metallic sound to it. There's a pulsing sound, the sound of the machine of the greenhouse. There's all these exciting um, diegetic sound world elements that we wanted to bring to this piece. And so um, Isaac really took charge of that for the EP. And um, yeah, I think I'm I'm very proud of how it all came together and um, of the work that he did. So I'll get on to Scarlet then. So it's an original post-apocalyptic sci-fi parable for climate change and the importance of climate action. It features Maggie McKenna currently in Jagged Little Pill. I managed to see Jagged Little Pill when it opened here in um, in Sydney. They were just incredible. And they did um, You Ought to Know, and there was a standing ovation mid-show, and they just brought the house down. So it was, it was incredible. How did Maggie um, come on board with the show? Well, um, I, I was familiar with their, their work through Isaac um, because they worked on Muriel's wedding together and I'd heard some of the recordings and I thought they had such a unique voice. I'm, I'm really a big fan of um, kind of unique timbre and, and sound in musical theatre because often you kind of get a lot of singers who are trained in the same way and their voices all sound very similar, but they have something that's so unique, a bit 
there's a bit of a Billie Eilish even flair in there. Yeah. And I think we want we wanted this musical to sound very distinctive. And so Dean, our producer, was luckily able to get in touch with them. And hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. They you know, and sent through a few of the demos, and, and luckily Maggie liked them and they came on board and did such an, an exceptional job and we were obviously we were working in um isolation uh kind of just back and forth across email but uh i look forward to hopefully one day working <laughs> in the room with them uh on a project uh in 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 real time so richard where did the the lyrics sort of come from for scarlet where where what was your kind of creative process for creating the the whole idea of the the world of scarlet a lot of the a lot of the big story stuff jess and i would sort of map out together and then something that was new for us that we've never done before is it's sung through so we 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 were like okay how are we going to do this piece that's op- very operatic in in scale and scale and sentiment really and I think that was like the challenge we gave ourselves. And, and for me too, that it's sort of exciting. I feel like I, 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 that was my hook in, like I wanted some sort of like a little, like, oh, what's a, what's a thing that I can do for this piece? Like that I have never done before that feels exciting and feels challenging and, but still feels like meaty. And, and, and that was it. It was to have characters who are singing about these larger than life, otherworldly ideas. Um, but in a way that's crystallized and very human and very intimate. And hopefully when, you know, as we keep working on it and, and we get more and more material out there, that will only be truer and truer. You, without giving too much away, can you kind of paint us an image of what you envision the world of Scarlet to be um, for, for audiences? Yeah, it's it's dark, literally dark. <laughs> it's um, it, it, so in our world, in, in Scarlet's world, there's no sun. The sun has been blocked out by sun reflecting particles that were pumped into the sky by all the world's leaders 500 years prior. And because of that, everyone lives in a tundra and it's it's dark. It's very bleak. People are are hardworking, but not happy. And that was a really cool image for us because feels it feels very bizarre for a musical to have you know uh to have an ensemble in winter wear living in like a in a in a in a really dark bleak sort of miserable place but clearly there's there's some something in their hearts that 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 keeps them singing yeah well i think i think color is also a really important element of the show uh scarlet there are songs that aren't on the ap that are called yellow and i think 
uh, but even in the lyrics on the AP, I think color does come into that. Um, and, and how the color permeates through the, the darkness that's at the beginning of the show, little by little. Yeah, and so much of the show is really about um, belief systems we hold um, and how that influences action. And I mean, you can see the way that would relate to climate change. Um, mm. But I think, yeah, so we really see the um, the visual language of the show being very important and color being very important and um, ensemble being very important. We really see it as sort of like this operatic show where, um, you know, these kind of parables, um, the, the cult of soulism, uh, which believes the sun is real, features prominently and uh these these uh these myths um illustrated on the stage i think that'll be an important part of the visual language as well so what's the next step for scarlet so richard the first step i assume would be getting you out here to work on it is that the first thing or is the other way around can we get him a ticket <laughs> we yeah. haven't seen it we haven't seen each other in like two years it's crazy Such oh a- yeah i know first step getting into <laughs> getting into the same half of the, the planet yeah that's the hardest bit isn't it it's just getting on that plane <laughs> actually getting out here yeah i mean we were we were all at, we were so excited to create this to get this cohort of australians and uh so many performers and musicians that that i never met before that i'm so grateful that i know now and um i know we want to take advantage of that like i know we want to we want to pitch this keep pitching the show to australian theaters because there's something there's just something so special i think about the team that's been assembled and and we'd love to yeah we'd love to sort of keep going in that direction uh, i think the, the concept recording is sort of like a good calling card for the show and a good way for uh, producers to sort of hear what that unique sound world is um, and get excited by that um, to hear the full score which we've just recently uh finished actually um oh the full score is, oh wow yeah <laughs> thank you yeah it's been a gargantuan task but uh yeah we're finally there um so yeah um there is a full show and uh we're definitely excited for australian audiences and audiences yeah um also in the us um to to hear this show and, and see it on stages soon hopefully well best of luck with it thank you so much for coming on the podcast um today to discuss it yeah thanks thanks justin yeah yeah thank you so much justin for having us richard hopefully we'll get you out here soon we'll work on um getting you a ticket yeah exactly exactly can't wait <laughs> Scarlet the Concept Recording is out now and can be listened to wherever you find your music, including Spotify and Apple Music.
that's all the time we have left here on today's podcast. Thanks for listening in, and all of the things from today's show can be found under the podcast section on our website. To help us grow our podcast, share today's show on your socials and tag Theatre Thoughts Oz. That's Theatre Thoughts AUS. Thanks again for listening in, and we'll see you next time here on the Theatre Thoughts Podcast. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.